Hello everyone and welcome back to the Demi Berry Podcast, where we travel through the multiverse of the Flash TV show. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Season 4, Episode 1, Flash Reborn. Welcome back guys to our Season 4, Episode 1 recap of The Flash. And I am joined by my best friend, Brees Jackson. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good. Hi, people. Let's talk about some Flash stuff. Right, dude? I am so excited to talk about Flash. Like, I've been waiting six long, long months to see the Scarlet Speedster back in action. And we are here. We are back. What did you think of the first episode? It was fun, of course. When we saw Barry go into the Speed Force with his not-mom, we knew that he was going to be in there long. And sure enough, he wasn't there long at all. Yeah, Flashpoint pretty much lasted an episode, which I'm okay with it, because what really matters is Barry dealing with the consequences of Flashpoint. I feel like that's more important, but we're actually going to do a complete season three recap, so jumping straight into the episode, Vibe Kid Flash versus Peekaboo. Like, how cool was that? Like, they definitely step up the it CGI It was a good sequence. How did she get out of prison? Who the fuck knows? Dude, that's comics, man. Like, villains that get out all the time. That's comics. What are you going to do? I don't know. And, uh, like, Iris is, like, mission control. Yeah, man. Like, that's so cool. She She's the HBIC. Run, Iris. Run. <laughs> she just running everything, dude. Like, and she's trying to distract herself from, you know, missing Barry. And you could definitely see that in Candice Patton's performance and um Cisco says that he hates teleporters. It's like uh Cisco newsflash you are teleports you your girlfriend is so Right, like that's what you do. You teleport us through the multiverse. Like I thought that was hilarious. I miss Cisco so much. Like I remember I hated him in the beginning. And oh, yeah. he's one of my favorite characters. Like him and Tom Cavanaugh, like every Harrison Wells that he gives us, I just love. And I can't wait to see what Harrison Wells we're gonna get in this. But um these idiots trying to decide whether or not they're gonna call it Team Vibe or Team Kid Flash. It's it's Team Kid Flash. No, it's it's Team Flash. It's just Team Flash. They they need to Star get Lab, that real quick. Star Lab Scrubs, how about that? No, that's too many syllables according <laughs> to them. But, um, it makes them for some good initials. It really is cool to see, like, Iris being, you know, air traffic control. Like, she running everything. Like, usually that would be Cisco. We see Caitlyn walking in a bar. Oh, like, or Harrison Wells. Or Harrison Wells. Like, it's it's very it's good to see Iris in that role. Because I was watching a couple episodes in season one. And it's like, yeah, I remember. She was really useless in that first mm. season. Like, she had nothing to do. She was just the goal that uh, Barry is running after, you know? Pun, no pun intended. <laughs> Puns intended. Don't fool the people. <laughs> but, dude, Cecile telling Joe that she wanted to throw away all of his records is like, uh, no. <laughs> it's it's the classic, it's the classic who gets rid of whose stuff to move in where. It's like, how's about we don't get rid of anything? Like that would be great. How's about we not? Do uh, that I'm sure stuff? you had to had to get rid of something. Not at all. I added things that Mia bought for me. 
Like, all of the stuff that will be in my background in my videos, like, most of it is all stuff that Mia bought for me so that I could have stuff in the office for me to record. Like, I didn't have to get rid of anything at all, ever. And that's my kind of woman. Well, you got... <laughs> Well, you got lucky. When whenever the day comes for me, I'm sure I'm gonna have to get rid of the majority of my stuff. All I have it to my name is a TV and my PS Five at that point, probably. Hopefully not. But um, we we keep going, and Iris and Joe stop to talk about the fact that the crime lab at CCPD needs a new, you know, needs a new person to take Barry's place, to take Julian's place since he went back to London. I'm actually going to miss Tom Felton. Like, I'm really sad that he's not going to be on the show anymore. Yeah. I do not, I did not care for him. All that fake uh, romance they tried to do with with he and, with he and, and Killer Frost. Dude. Caitlin Snow. Fucking CW. What are you going to do, man? Like, everybody have to be in a relationship. I am always here for the relationship stuff, except for them. It's like, that felt all the way forced. I hate all the relationship garbage. Like, it's fine because Barry and Iris forever. Like, they have to be together. That's different. Like, I don't... I hate... Like, we have to waste screen time talking about relationship stuff. Like, um, Joe was talking about having a funeral for Barry. Like... That felt... That felt wrong, in a sense. Yeah, man. felt kind of wrong. Like, I understand that you want permission you want a chance to grieve and to really like grieve over that loved one but i mean he's in the speed force you know he's not dead like the speed force is infinity in itself like why would he die and the speed force prison needs him to be alive so i don't know why that was ever thought that he was dead like i, I thought that was really stupid that was kind of poor writing because as you say, he's in there for infinity, and they're they're struggling to get past it. Six months. Yeah, and I understand that, but he's not dead. They need him in the prison, so he could be dead. But anyway, so we get Kid Flash and Vibe again fighting the samurai, and I was freaking the fuck out, dude. Like we got samurais, and well, we got one, and I'm sure we're going to see more samurais. Maybe I th- I think it'll be really cool if. If they brought in more well, samurais. Well, it's kind of skipping towards the end. We do see the mechanic, like, technically building another one. So, yeah, we're going to see at least one more. That's very true. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll get there to the mechanic and the thinker. But, um, so pretty much the samurai is completely badass. And he puts Kid everybody Flash on the ass. Japanese out of nowhere. Which I think is that, dope. That, was, that was one of the callbacks to, to a comic. Yeah, and it, it's cool because... He speaks it so fluently. Like I like the act, the fact that the actor more than likely just knows Japanese, and it was really cool to let him have the ability to do that because he speaks it so fluently. Like his accent was like on point. For as, um, as the anime as the anime person here, you know more about ac- Japanese accents than I do. So yeah, I, all I do is watch anime every day, so I, I thought that was really really cool. Um, <laughs> so Cisco were walking on a plan this whole time to bring Barry back. Like, that's a good friend. Like, I, if everybody grieves and everybody deals with situations in their own way, I just People wish that... People themselves into work. Yeah, which is what Iris were doing, which is understandable, man. Like, like she was saying, um, she was saying, uh, you know, looking for Barry or trying to find out where he is and what's going on with him, 
that would mean closure like if they actually found out he was dead like that would mean that he's actually gone and she don't want to deal with that kind of pain and again like it's such good acting from Candace Patton like she does a really good job on the show yeah you feel you really do feel all her emotions when she's on screen yeah and it, it helps her she's fine as fuck it, too <laughs> her face is very is very animated yes she's it very is, hot but her yes. face is very her face is very animated and you can like tell between between her eyes and her cheekbones what what emotion she's feeling yeah so we we also lead into Cisco. and one one thing though yeah how does she still afford that apartment dude how does Starlabs keep the lights on like how do That's they true. like i get could, it TV can, magic but still you could make the argument are, of renewable are, energy and these are all concerns you could make the argument for renewable energy but how do they pay rent how do any of them actually have real salaries like they don't they do anything have, they still have to pay property tax yeah, it's like, where are they making this money from? But that's, that's, that's for another conversation. But Cisco goes to the bar, he finds Caitlin, tells Caitlin that he needs her help to save Barry, and they go to the same airfield that, um, they were in the pilot to test Barry's speed. I thought that was really yep. cool. It was, it was like, the title of the episode was named Flash Reborn. It makes sense that they did a lot of season one callbacks. Yeah. I thought it was really cool seeing the Speed Force bazooka again. I thought it was a really nice touch. And I watched the episode twice. And I can't remember if they actually go into an explanation on how the Speed Force bazooka mimics Barry's Speed it's Force the energy. That, like, it's a thing that Caitlin had. Right, I don't understand right. what it actually does either. But I, it's supposed to be like... Um, I'm, I'm using a different, a different sword. So give me a second. Um, you know, in Pokemon, the the move substitute. Yeah. Essentially, it's going to be something like that, where that it it's there, but it's not really it. It's not really Barry. I figured it was something like that. I I thought it was really cool, but I'm sure there's going to be some kind of repercussion coming later on, and they'll figure it out like they always do. So Caitlin is helping them. They open up the they open up the breach. And it seems like it doesn't work. The computer says system failure. And then they all, you know, go back to Star Labs. And we just see this fucking breach open up in the middle of Central City. And boom. Well, it's not Central City. It's actually I, three, 300 miles This is miles like somewhere out. in Keystone. Well, no. It's actually fought outside of Keystone. They say it was like 300 miles or something like that. The cop that found him used to live in Keystone City and he's a fan of the Flash so that's how they had know to bring him to Central City even so that's one more person that knows who the Flash looks like dude they did do some stupid fucking shit on the show like um I was talking to you yesterday when I was rewatching season 3 episode 12 Barry literally says Wally's name in the middle of the train in front of everybody. He calls him Kid Flash and Wally in front of everyone. It's like, dude, you realize you're on a train in front of all of these people? Like, it don't matter. Secret identities don't fucking matter on this show. Everybody to fucking know who everybody is. It doesn't matter. But, um... Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So, um... Barry runs out to the Speed Force. They game back to CCPD. Cecile calls Joe to let the team know that that Barry is there, and he's absolutely delusional. Like, what was going through your mind in that moment? Full on, full on a beautiful mind mode. It's 
drawing it everywhere in some language that we can't that we can't you can't cipher. I thought initially, uh, I know of course he wasn't going to be like that the whole time, but like what exactly happened? That he's like talking gibberish and then also saying things from his first encounter with with um with Oliver Queen. And then later on, he, he makes something about diapers, which is also a callback to a comic about their future twins, yeah. which is weird. I mean, it's not weird at all. When you really think about what the Speed Force is, whenever you see him running into it... it he's in an infinite loop of time, yes, I understand. Well, it's not a loop that, of time, but yes. He, he sees he sees, er, he sees everything, and he's in every moment all the time. Exactly. So that's exactly what was going on in that moment. He was living in every moment and every time throughout his life all at once, which would drive any person absolutely insane. So I thought that was I thought that was really cool and we'll get into it later, but um Eris Iris Eris <laughs> Iris being oh, a lightning nice. rod that really brings him back to who he really is. But um, oh, I got a question. Yeah. When Kid Flash was in the Speed Force as prisoner he stuck with the moment his mom was dying and that was his infinite loop why didn't why wasn't that the same thing for Barry unless like Wally chose that to stay in that moment I mean the speed force aspect uh, um, affects speed stores very differently like not every speedster has access to the speed force the way every other speedster does like like um like zoom in the comics he don't even have access to the speed force like he moves he's able to move throughout time giving him the illusion of super speed like every speed size is different some speed stores have the ability to steal speed the speed force directly out of other speed stores like Barry can do that like um technically the only reason why Wally was faster than Barry in season three is because Wally in the comics technically could absorb more speed force energy compared to Barry. But obviously now Barry is the definitive fastest man alive, which I love. And that's the way it should be. Like that's the flash from the comics that I know and that I love. But um Well, where do we where do we go next? So they wake up Barry. And he's still talking all of this nonsense and he runs around the room and they pretty much have to sedate him. Like, I don't know, like, like he was saying, like, I know eventually he was going to come out of it, but it's just like to see him in that moment being so, so vulnerable, like Grant Gustin is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, he, he played that, that, that second character well. Appar- apparently everybody on this show can can play different personas of the same character pretty well. I mean, they're actors, like that's what they do for a career and it's really cool that they're able to do no, that. No, but when you when you like look at when you like series. look at Tom Cavanaugh who's played four different four different ways of the same person. Even more than that, but yeah, yeah so, I know what you mean. And then um for a split second when when um Caitlin froze him, did you think that she kinda had control of her powers or did she did she just went for the coal gun? Well no, she just went for the coal gun. Like she's in no. control. But but did you think that she like was in control but actually used it instead of using the coal gun? Instead of just going for the coal gun? No, I don't think so. I think she just used the coal gun. Because, I mean it's not like she have to hide that she's killer frost. Like everybody already knows that. Like 
I thought that the misdirection worked well. Just the initial freeze is like, holy shit, it's Killer Frost. And it's like, nope, I was actually just using the cold gun. So I didn't, there was nothing else to read into that for me. But um, you had mentioned the, the reference to the twins. I, I really had liked that. Like, it's, it's the small things that they show to do, the Easter eggs is why to make it all worth it sometimes when it have some really like not so great moments so it's like iris tries to tries to talk to barry tries to get him to you know come back to who he is trying to tell him how much she loves him and nothing is walking and they had to lock him away and joe cleans him up trying to make him realize like hey like this is what you look like like this is barry and he's just not clicking like I don't know, man. I just, I love this show so much. There are, there are moments where it's so well written that it's just pure enjoyment the whole time. You but, do you do feel immersed into in the storytelling that, they, that they're starting to do and, the, and getting into the world building that they're trying to set up for this season. Yeah, so the samurai gets us on our time limit. He wants the flash he doesn't want to fight kid flash he doesn't want vibe he wants the real flash which is we learn later on is the thinker's entire plan to get barry back um onto earth one so it's like as far as the samurai goes watching wally in the fucking flash costume like that's so deep cuts man like uh-huh. back I, to back to that ish back to that uh comic i was ta- i was talking about earlier where I think it was like he went like like um Wally went to Japan and then he had an encounter with a samurai. Yeah, but um I was talking about um I was talking about just just Wally wearing the red suit like after crisis and what happened to Barry, Barry sacrificing himself to save the multiverse like watching Wally take up the mantle of the red costume. I just thought it was really cool symbolism and you know like the comic that you were just mentioning you know the flash 181 attack of the samurais like right off the fucking page like seeing that moment in the episode was just so cool and it's like people who don't read comics and the see this stuff online and uh, match these things together like they have to be such a cool experience and especially coming from from my aspect where is i've seen this as a kid to where i've forgotten about it and then you watch the episode is like wait i'm pretty sure i saw that on a cover before when i was a kid like god i just fucking love this show i love andrew kressberg and then i don't know if it's just me but like the audience knows that i i didn't grow up reading the comics but i can feel when certain things are a call to the original the, the original um, adaptation, and that was one of those moments I felt like it. Because why, why, what other reason would it would it be for Samurai to to hang Kid Flash by by his suit with the sword? I mean, just for doing it, it doesn't have to necessarily just, just mean to, something. Just just to mess with him. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just to to show him is like you are nothing to me. You are but a peasant. You dress up like the Flash, but you are nothing like him, no matter how much you think so. And this is me showing you that you're nothing to me. Like it could have just mean that I didn't have to mean that it was definitely a callback to a comic or something. But on the topic of the samurais, like the samurais were were originally created by Baron Katana, so. I thought it was interesting that they decided to completely change the origin and make and make the thinker the one behind the samurais. I thought that was really cool. 
like when we get to the, towards the end, I'm gonna have to. You're gonna have to like walk me through, like, uh, just call me a comic idiot. Like the origin of the thinker and the mechanic and how they, how you think they're gonna play into the role of the season. If they're gonna be a season long arc or it's just gonna be like until either the the crossover break or the Christmas break or whatever. Well, no, the thinker is going to be the main villain of this entire season. Like they. They announced uh, from last season when it ended. Um, they weren't going to do any speed. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't going to do any speedsters. But I figured. I figured maybe they were probably doing something else. No, they they already announced that the thinker was going to be the main villain of this entire season, which I like. Like, it's a nice change of pace for the villain to be somebody yeah, that have to match Team Flash's intellect instead of just their physical abilities. Yeah, like, oh, great, another speedster. I wonder how much evil ones they really have. I mean, there's so many evil that, yeah, speedsters. We know there's so many, but still, like, switch it up. Yeah, but as far as the thinker Something goes, different. there's been four different comic book incarnations. The one we're talking about today is DeVoe. DeVoe is a name that we've heard two or three times in The Flash Season 3, where they just uh-huh. name-dropped DeVoe as the villain of this season so that's one thing i, I do remember the name devoe but i don't exactly went nowhere remember where devoe is the thinker clifford devoe so a little backstory on devoe he used to be a lawyer but not a very good lawyer because i mean the justice system <laughs> just didn't work for him so he decided to start working for he saw that my bosses had really good ideas and they had a platform that he could that he could take advantage of and he decided to be the brains the thinker of the operation so he walked for my bosses coming up with better ideas for them to you know make better financial decisions make better decisions period and then he got his hands on the thinking cap which is what you see on his head in the episode in the comics that gives him the ability of telekinesis and mind control so it's going to be pretty interesting watching how team flash again is going to tackle his intellect as well as his physical abilities for telekinesis i really can't wait sure that sounds like something they're gonna have to call harrison wells from earth two two three yeah two and then um, you say tele- telekinesis. I think return of of Grodd. You really think Grodd gonna walk with Team Flash to take down Devoe? Not team, not Team Flash. Not not walk with Team Flash. Walk with uh, Devoe. Why? Why would Devoe go through all the trouble of breaking Grodd out of August for what? Grodd is a person, well, not a person, but Grodd is a being that is his his own mindset, like his own track like why would what would be the purpose of devoe freeing grad he he's a thinker who knows i'm just throwing things at the wall and sees what sticks maybe it sticks maybe it doesn't i don't have a problem with being wrong yeah i mean if you already have the power of mind control why get grad why why free grad when he could literally destroy all of your plans like that was the whole point of seven uh sending the samuroids to just buy time to make Team Flash find a way to bring the Flash back to Art One. Like he's highly intelligent. He doesn't need Grodd or any other person in Flash's Rogues Gallery to do anything. But um 
again we were talking about the telekinesis the mind control his heightened intellect like i just i can't wait it's it's definitely something completely different because we've seen a lot of villains of the week that have really cool abilities some not so cool abilities and team flash have to use their smarts as well as their abilities to fight these people but they've never fought anyone this smart somebody that is on a completely different level of intelligence like i'm so excited well i mean you got you got all, all those scientists and stuff like that but like what if the challenge he wants to like isolate just barry i'm sure he found a way he'll find a way he is the thinker. I'm sure he'll find some strategy. I mean, he's gotten this far. I'm sure he'll find some strategy to to get Barry alone if that's what he really wants. Maybe he needs Barry for something. Like, we don't know what they're going to do, and I'm really, really intrigued. So, we we jumped way ahead, went straight to the thinker, because I wanted to do a little backstory. But um, I wanted to talk about Joe telling Barry that Iris has been kidnapped. And it's that spark that just throws him out of whatever he's going through and immediately and, brings him back. And he was in this this cell that dampens metal abilities and he broke out of that like it was nothing. Dude, I'm losing my fo- shit. Power to be in the speed force. It's just like, Jesus Christ, what is in you now? And it's like, they keep saying that he may be the fastest speed star ever. That means ever recorded. That means... That he's faster than Savitar. Which is insane. He has been soaking up so much Speed Force energy. That at this current moment, he's even faster than Savitar. Like, that's insane. Because obviously, they have to have Savitar's speed on record. Like every other speedster they've encountered. That's insane to think that Barry is so much faster than Savitar. Like, man. <laughs> and that's that's what makes this season even better with the Thinker. Because even though Barry is 10 times faster, 20 times faster than he used to be, it doesn't mean anything because his speed cannot stop somebody that just has a higher intellect. And that's that's where things are going to get interesting. But again, jumping back to the CGI of watching Barry run out of that cage, grabbing the suit and running to go save Iris. Like, it had looked so sick, man. Like, what do you think about the CGI? CGI was is it was not as cartoonish. Yes, yeah. that's. But the 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 windmill, well, the wind turbine maze was still kind of iffy. Yeah. But the the sequence of him having to avoid the fallen the fallen turbines was was pretty cool, and then how and then using the using the turbines to get to this the samuroid was was also pretty cool and then i found it funny how the samurai just bounced off one of the turbines yeah dude like i don't know man it's just it's so cool and to it, watch it, it's, a, it's so the sound fun. that the samurai made bouncing off the bouncing off the turbine yeah. i i got a big kick out of it yeah man like it's a tv budget i don't ever really look for much but i felt like it looked it looked it had looked really good I, I see your comments about TV budget, and this is going to be a different show, but I watched Legends, and they used um, Vixen's powers. They used, um, like, five different animals at the same time, so... I mean... Budget is, budget is, the, is there. 
I mean, can... you have to save your budget, though. This is just the, the premiere episode. Like, like, one thing I will say about last year's crossover is that last episode of the crossover, all of the budget was spent on that episode because Firestorm has never looked so good, in my opinion. He looked incredible. They just saved the budget for the things they needed to. They have, like, 23 episodes. They have to spread out their budget. And I understand they didn't want to blow the whole thing on the on the pilot, but um, Barry and Iris get back to the apartment, and he just looks reborn. He looks like a completely different person. He mentions he doesn't look emo. Yeah, he mentions that all his pain of of his parents dying, all of that has been has been washed away. He feels renewed. He feels like a new person, the new symbol of peace for Central City, and. That's the Flash that I like, you know? The Flash that is so upbeat, so funny, one-liners. Like, I love those moments, and Grant Gustin plays it so well. He's he's such an amazing Flash. Like, I'm very accepting of Ezra Miller as Barry, but nothing will ever top Grant Gustin for me. I don't think, like, I don't think anybody else will ever do a better job to me. But Maybe. we've Technically, we've only seen, what, three different versions of, of the Flash? On, on screen, so who knows what in the next like, 25 years he decided to do something else. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I just, for me right now, I just, I can't really see anybody else, but we had a sirens. Talk, let's talk about, um, let's talk about, like, what is Barry's memory of what happened in the last six months? Are we, is, it, is that just gone forever in amnesia, or... Is something else going to happen that's going to trigger what happened in the Speed Force? There's going to be some repercussions. I think something is going to happen. And it don't have to be anything major. I just feel like something is going to happen within him where he's just not really going to be the same Barry Allen that we know. And I was just about to say, like, when when he ran off to stop whatever criminals when you heard the sirens at the end of the episode like iris gives this look like she thinks something is wrong she feels like something is wrong she grew up with barry she knows him something is off no matter what he says there is something off about him and in that look you could just tell that she could see that something's off so like you were just saying like i really think that something is going to happen later on in the season where he's going to be affected by what happened to him in the speed force we're gonna only see what they what they decide to write in his future so we'll be in eager anticipation to see what happened there yeah so caitlin gets back to the bar and she tells the guy to tell the boss that she's done. Yeah, we didn't even get to talk about that. Who is this creepo? I understand like they're building up to some to some minor bad, some minor big bad. But like he was staring at Cisco and and Caitlin, and I'm like, motherfucker, can we help you? Like right? go away with your with your one eye. Right. I literally have in my notes obvious bad guy henchman it's like you are obvious bad guy henchman is obvious right like you are the most obvious obvious bad guy henchman that is clearly obvious like clearly you have something to do with something and i can't remember the name and i'd forget to look it up in a moment blacksmith blacksmith so that is actually that the actor playing that is katie sackoff katie sackoff and I can't fucking wait, dude. She's such a brilliant actress. 
and this is definitely a role that I could see her doing really well in and she's going to fuck up Team Flash and I can't wait to watch Killer Flast Killer Flast <laughs> Killer Frost Killer versus Blacksmith that is going to be dope do you, do you think that, um, there's going to be like a, a micro team up between the mechanic the thinker and Blacksmith or no, is that no. going to be like Not at all. A, a resolution Blacksmith's going to be like a resolution and then the, the end of the season is everything thinker and mechanic or is it just going to be the thinker and they they dispose of the mechanic somewhere along the lines the mechanic walks for the thinker so she's going to be wrong it doesn't matter the entire season four arc is all about the thinker the blacksmith is going to be less villain of the week more like villain who is going to cause problems for team flash and will probably be gone by midway through the season. So right before the next big break. Or be gone and then come back. No. Um I don't see I don't see Blacksmith coming back. I see them I see Blacksmith being gone by the middle and then the thing are gonna really turn on and that gonna drive Team Flash crazy until the end of the season. I really don't see Blacksmith going past episode twelve or thirteen. And I don't see okay. Katie Sackhoff being a reoccurring villain on the show at all. Like the the we, thinker, we talked about we talked about the thinker, but we didn't really talk much about the mechanic. Do you, I do, I don't know the law, of course. So do you know anything? I don't know much about the mechanic, honestly. I really don't know that much about them. But like the TV show does, like it's never exactly the same as the comics. It's always just minor elements that they take and make their own thing. So I'm waiting to find out what they're going to do. I'm actually going to do some research after this podcast on more about the mechanic. But I, I don't feel like putting that much energy into it because it's bad to say but the mechanic is going to be a very minor nothing like you are there to solve a purpose to create samurais and to create other androids i don't see i don't i don't ever see team flash meeting the mechanic you are just there to be what you are like the villain is the thinker and that's it much like thon there is no need to have these huge like villain team ups like i think it's very fucking stupid like the rogues gallery like captain cold and and heatwave that's different they're humans that are just villains that have like special weapons like the thinker his intellect is so like beyond comprehension it makes no sense for him to bring in other villains to fuck up his plans like i think that would be stupid i think if they try to do any any like villain team ups with the thinker i think that would be really dumb like i don't i don't see anything that could come good out of that that's a hot take i mean yeah i mean why get somebody that's so highly intelligent to work with people that aren't even a fraction of his intelligence to fuck up his plan that's not something that a smart person would do that's what dumb people do like just because it's comics don't mean that every villain need to team up together like that's lame like like you don't have to do that. Like a villain of that caliber does not need minor villains to do anything. Like that's why you sent the samurais. If if you were going to send a villain to just fuck with them like Zoom did in season three, like that's Zoom. Like Zoom doesn't have the kind of intellect to literally manipulate Team Flash the way that the thinker can. 
So that's why I that's why I don't feel I don't feel that. And if it happens, then I will gladly come on to that episode and I'll say I'm wrong. I just don't see that happening with this kind of villain. Alright. Well, one down, what, twenty two, twenty three to go? Um, I think it's twenty two. I wouldn't be upset if it's twenty three, even though I'm a firm believer that maybe it should just be like eighteen episodes because it'll have some fill up. This is not bullshit. a Netflix series. It it's not an epic series. You can't get away with just that. with a with amount of uh, episodes in the teens. In, in yes, rewatching, there's going to be some filler, and just going to have to deal. In we re- in rewatching season three yesterday, there's so much episodes that just got to been cut out. They're absolutely useless. They don't push the plot forward in any way, shape, or form. They're absolutely useless. Why waste True. the audience time? When you could just give me 18 perfect episodes, get in, get out, and I can say that it was a perfect season. Why would I not want that? Did Why you skip would I... the musical again? Of course I skipped the musical. There's no fucking way we're watching a piece of fucking garbage. <laughs> I hate musicals. I, I didn't watch The Flash to watch a fucking Glee reunion to watch Grant Gustin sing with Melissa Bonoist. Fuck that. That's very cool. For you people listening that like Glee, that one listen to Grant Gustin and Melissa Benoist sing, fuck that garbage. I want to watch The Flash. I want to see Timey Wimey Adventures. I want to see Lightning. I want to see Speed fu- Speed Punching. I want to see The Timey Flash. Wimey Adventures. You don't watch Doctor Who, so you wouldn't understand that reference. <laughs> My audience members out there that watch Doctor Who, holla! <laughs> but wow, that's what I want to see. I want to see Barry going through time. I want to see lightning throws. I want to see him phase through a fucking building. That's the shit I want to see. I don't want to see this CW relationship garbage that it'll waste entire episodes having four couples fighting all at the same time. That's fucking nonsense that don't need to exist. That season, season three, could have easily been 20 episodes. There is no reason why you need to watch an episode where Joe and Cecile fighting, Jesse and Wally fighting, Barry and Iris fighting, and Julian and and Caitlin fighting, and Cisco bitching that Gypsy don't want to give him love. It's like, why am I watching one episode with five relationship dramas all at once? We've reached the point of the podcast where now it's become JB Rants. Yes, it is. And I am going to talk about the things that I love and the things that I hate. And the one thing that I hate about The Flash is the fact that it resides on, as Kevin Smith calls it, the shortless boy network. <laughs> like, it's, it's absolute garbage. Like, I hate to see this relationship foolishness. My My main gripe when The Flash began was this Team Flash garbage. Because it doesn't exist in the comics. I was very much against it. Much like Arrow. We don't need this team, Arrow garbage, giving us excuses to deal with Diggle whining and bitching every episode and Felicity being a useless fucking person. You, one of these days you're going to leave Felicity alone. I thought that I hated Laurel. <laughs> Felicity is the most useless character in DC Comics. She's the brain. She's the tech. We don't need her. That's why. Um. That's why. Um. Mister Terrific. Julia wasn't fucking use. Wasn't useful. Yeah. Ju- was. Julia. Julian was a MacGuffin to one thing. That's why he's probably not even fucking here anymore. Dude, he was alchemy. He was the conduit. Exactly. He was. He was, he was alchemy. alchemy. He was, he was alchemy the conduit like, to speak episodes? to Savitar. 
Like he had a purpose. You can explain to me what Felicity's purpose and, is. And now, and now that Sabato is not around, where is he? He's gone because his purpose he was is a, gone. He was a season-long MacGuffin. Dude, he had a purpose for season three. He was alchemy. He gave us. Um, he was a conduit for us to speak to Savitar. He went back to London and he's gone. Why is Felicity still around? Mister Terrific is in the top five smartest DC Comics characters of all time. Not Felicity. So why do we need Felicity? She's useless. She's a useless CW plant of a hot girl that Oliver have to be back on Fort Wade for six goddamn garbage seasons. That's that's harsh. Two seasons were great. Everything else is fucking garbage. I refuse to you watch can, Arrow. <laughs> I refuse. You to can talk say that I will. I will podcast. continue to watch. I will continue to watch Arrow, and I'm probably going to try and catch Black Lightning. That's great, and you could go on the Careful for Spoilers page, which I should say, plug, plug, that the Dammit Berry podcast is a subsidiary of the Careful for Spoilers podcast network where we cover movies, TV shows, anime, manga, you name it. We cover it all on the Careful for Spoilers. But I wanted to make the Dammit Berry podcast something just for Flash fans, just for those people that want to geek out about the Arrowverse and about just Flash. Like, we'll get into some things in the Arrowverse because the Flash is completely a part of it, but this is solely a Flash podcast. And, Brice, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up today? Let's see what kind of crazy stuff that Cisco put in the suit next week. Right? Because like, he put so a, funny. I don't know. The raft is... Why? Why? He runs on water. Why do you need the raft? <laughs> Just like, uh, I, nah. I don't know why it exists. But, guys, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us all of our social media at careful for spoilers and at damn it buried for just flash topics thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys in the speed force damn it barry